You're listening to Healthy Living with Eric Sue Podcast, episode 171. First time listener? Hey, welcome. My team and I hope you enjoy this episode. Long time listener? We thank you for your continued support. No matter who you are, do us a favor and hit the share button so all your friends can hear this amazing content too. All right, are you ready to be amazed? Are you feeling unhealthy? Are your kids not eating their fruits and veggies? There's a simple solution. Join Eric Sue on his free webinar on Tuesdays where he reveals how to feel healthier naturally and immediately help your kids eat more fruits and veggies without chaos in your home. Visit www.ericwsue.com forward slash webinar dash JP for webinar times and to register. See you there. Health tips, wellness advice, no hype. Welcome to Healthy Living with Eric Sue, the show that inspires, motivates, and educates you towards your healthiest life. And now your host, Eric Sue. Hey guys, Eric Sue here. Welcome back to another episode of Healthy Living with Eric Sue. I'm your host. Today, we have an outgoing and unique eye doctor. His name is Travis Ziegler. We will be talking about natural fixes for dry eyes. So without any delay, let me introduce you all to Travis. Travis, are you ready to make it happen? I'm ready, Eric. Thanks. Travis, or Dr. Travis Ziegler, graduated in 2010 from the Ohio State University College of Optometry with magna cum laude honors. He is the founder of I Love, HTTPS, if you guys want to know the website, ilovethesun.com, whose mission is to end preventable blindness. Dr. Travis and his wife, Dr. Jenna Ziegler, used the profits from I Love to fund free and low-cost clinics in South Carolina and Jamaica. They also started a charity called the I Love Cares Foundation, ilovecares.org, which provides exams, glasses, and sunglasses for those in need, free education, and scholarships for students that align with their mission. Dr. Travis enjoys traveling to Jamaica, training for marathons, and playing the ukulele while he drinks his morning coffee. French press. Mm. Dr. Travis, that was just a little bit about who you are. Could you share with our audience a little bit more on how you got started? Yeah, I'd love to. Um, thanks for having me on, first of all. And I graduated from Ohio State in 2010. Um, we lived in Columbus, Ohio for about five years after that and practiced with my uncle. And then we also practiced with another doctor for five years. And we, we loved it there, but we always felt like there was something missing and we wanted some warmer weather. So we packed up, quit our jobs, moved down to South Carolina and started two businesses down here. And had we have two clinics down here and we started i love at the same time which is an online eye wellness company that glasses dry eye treatment reading glasses and other eye vitamins and then we actually just sold one of our clinics in june and we're getting ready to sell the other one in january of 2018 so we can focus time on pretty much being online optometrists and help more people kind of solve their their dry eye issues without the use of medications and the drops that are there and how to naturally fix it. And then we're also um, going to be focusing on the mission side of our business, which is preventing endable or ending blindness, which is pretty much a lack of glasses. So there's 700 million people blind in this world due to lack of glasses. And so we're trying to put a dent 
And so that's going to be our focus moving forward from here on out. Very good. Excellent. Um, I wanted to ask you this additional question. So my audience and people who really don't know who you are gets to know you a little bit more. And that one question, Dr. Travis, is what's one or cool, unique fact about yourself? So it was in the introduction kind of, but I play the, the ukulele and I also played, I played bass guitar in a band from 10th grade in high school on until about my sophomore or junior year in college. And we played quite a few gigs. It was a smaller band, nothing too big, but we had a lot of fun with it. Very good. Excellent. It seems like it's a challenging uh, instrument to play. I'm assuming it's not for you now. The, the ukulele is pretty easy. I'm not that good at it, but that one's pretty easy. The bass guitar is a little more challenging, um, but still, once you get the hang of it, it's it's pretty easy. Very good. Excellent. And and I'm assuming uh, Jamaica, by the way, is some place that um, you really enjoy going to. Is there any reason why? The people. So there's a, there's a lot of love in Jamaica, and when you're there, you just feel like you're a part of something bigger, and they're they're very big into community. And it's just a lot of fun. The people there, they're awesome people. Very good. Excellent. Yeah, I've been there a few times. It's a great place. All right. Um, let's dive into this topic here, Dr. Travis, about the natural fixes for dry eyes. And for those who are listening and may not understand what dry eyes is or have a full understanding of it, can you share with us how you describe it and uh, how you help people? Yes. Got, it's a multifactorial disease, which means it has a lot of things that go into it. And there's signs and symptoms that we see. As, and dry eye in general is where your eye just feels kind of irritated, feels itchy, or that there's like grit or sand in it. Um, it feels dry, if, if you can describe it as a dry feeling. And then from a practitioner standpoint, we just see a lot of inflammation on the eye just a lot of irritation. The eye doesn't look healthy. It looks red. The eyelids are red. And dry eye in general is just a basic inflammation and a lack of tear film. And so what we try to do as practitioners is decrease that inflammation. And we try to do that natural ways or we try to put medications on it. And like I said earlier, my wife and I try to focus more on natural therapies, whereas when we're fixing a problem versus just kind of covering up a symptom of dry eye. Mm. Um, this is not a hereditary uh, issue, is it, or can it be? Um, you could have diseases that are hereditary. Most of the time when we see dry eye, it's more diet-related. Mm. It's going to be environmental-related, so it can be something. So going back to diet, it could be that you're eating a lot of processed foods, going out to eat a lot, just not eating a healthy diet, and then environmental you could live in a cold environment like chicago and during the winter people are going to have more dry eye complaints because it's not as humid and then you could work in a dusty environment that's going to cause a little bit more dry eye as well um, and then there's other factors that play into it as well such as age the older we get the more dry eye symptoms that we have if you've suffered from menopause that can cause a lot of dry eye problems um, but anybody can be affected by dry eye but that's just kind of a typical what we look for and what it typically affects. I hmm. uh, didn't realize a lot of those issues. Um, well, what's some of the um, 
common issues that that you could see people here in Chicago um, with the with the weather and all that stuff. What what could you um, tell them how they could help with their dry eyes? So in Chicago, known as the windy city, not because of the wind, but it is really windy there anyway. Yeah. But the wind, so protecting yourself from that by wearing sunglasses or glasses when you're outside, that's going to help block that wind from hitting you. Um, just sleeping with a humidifier or having a humidifier in your home or like a, an oil diffuser or something by your bed that's kind of misting air or misting water up into the air, that's going to help out with that kind of dryness you guys experience in the wintertime especially. In the summer, it's not as bad because the humidity is a lot higher in the summer. But yeah, just getting a humidifier, wearing protection when you're outside, plus you're blasting heat when you're in your car. So wearing sunglasses while you're in the car will help out with that. Um, I don't push eye drops that much, but occasionally when you're in a colder environment, eye drops can sometimes help as an as-needed basis. And then just eating your health, eat a healthy diet, especially in the wintertime, and staying hydrated. Hydration is key, especially when you're in a, in a non-humid environment or a dry environment like Chicago in the winter just remember to drink your water and we sometimes forget when it's cold because you're not feeling as dehydrated. So mm. those are kind of some three keys that you could do in that Chicago environment where, where I, where I live in South Carolina, it's very humid and humid all the time. And my wife actually doesn't suffer from dry eye down here. But when we go home to Ohio and Michigan, she, all her symptoms and signs come back. Mm, interesting. Um, are, are there specific things that you had said to do naturally um, besides drugs and, and uh, medication to help someone who has maybe um, acute uh, dry eyes? Yeah, so if you're, you're having acute symptoms of dry eye and it's just like a one-time thing, an over-the-counter artificial tear, there's lots of brands out there, Retain, Sustain, Refresh. You'll see all those in your, your Walmart pharmacies or your CVS pharmacies. Those are good for just kind of that acute dryness that you have just occasionally. But if you're you're having more consistent dry eye problems, those drops really aren't doing much. You're, you're just covering up a, a symptom or a problem, and you're not really fixing the underlying cause. And so for the acute side of dry eye, yes, a drop works for that. And that's why I was saying in Chicago, if you're having dryness problems when you're outside, a drop wouldn't hurt. But if you're having these problems more frequently, then there's other things that we should be looking into to kind of help heal that dry eye instead of just covering it up with a drop. Right, yeah. I was going to say that um, here in Chicago, definitely right now is getting cooler. We're probably hitting 40-degree highs, maybe 50 possibly. But November and, and, and then December comes around, we're probably in the 30s, uh, possibly 20s. And, and so... Um, Taking care of your eyes, um, dryness, and so forth is very important. Um, I, I'm thinking too is like so. So the other side of the coin is that they, people who consistently get dry eyes. Well, what's the next step for them? Yeah, so we really explore the first kind of steps I take. I take easy steps with them at, at the beginning, and that's just things like hydration, like we talked about earlier. I make sure that they're drinking enough water. There's about 75% of Americans are dehydrated pretty much every day. So most people just don't even think to drink water, which is crazy to me because I drink so much per day. But hydration is a very easy way to get them going with something. And just kind of, I, I teach them to carry around one of those like Nalgene bottles or like a 
stainless steel bottle like that and just always be drinking and always have it near you because if you look at it or think about it, that means you're thirsty. It's kind of your brain's subconscious way to tell you that you're thirsty. And so if you're drinking it all the time, then you won't get that dehydration feeling and that will actually get you out of a brain fog and you'll just feel better overall once you start drinking more water. So step one's kind of the water and then Step two, we explore their diet, and I live in the South, so diet is really hard to change down here because everybody eats fried foods and fried chicken, heavy butter dishes on the side, and it's very tough to change somebody's diet, but I push more of a plant-based diet, and we, again, start out very simply. I have a green smoothie chart that I give them, Mm. and I tell them just to replace their breakfast with this green smoothie chart and try it, you know, a couple days a week. I'm not saying give up everything that you love, just try this. And what happens is as they start eating that green smoothie, they go through a little bit of a change and then eventually they become addicted to the green smoothie and they want to eat it more and more. And I actually recommend eating a green smoothie for breakfast and lunch and that kind of helps get them on that healthy pathway. And I also give them instructions on what food to eat and what not to eat. So we, we talk about staying away from inflammatory causing foods such as sugar and anything processed so in a box or a can and then um, I personally stay away from dairy and meat that's not something that a lot of my patients down here will do but occasionally online some of the people that I help online will will go on that whole gluten-free dairy-free vegetarian kick that we talk about Um, but it's very hard for some people to do that Um, so I also talk about GMOs and staying away from GMOs and pesticides. So we talk about organic, just eating organic fresh produce is key and organic frozen produce. And that's, that's kind of my first couple steps is just hydration of food. People don't realize how important food is Mm. and it's pretty much, it's the building block for everything. And we talk about some simple foods that they can add that will help tremendously like an avocado a day, High calorie, high fat gets a bad rep, but it's actually the perfect food for getting your cells filled with oxygen again and getting your your oil glands in your eye that help nourish your eye and keep it comfortable. It helps kind of make those a little healthier, and you're just going to start feeling a lot better if you start eating more healthy fats. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree with that plant-based approach. Um, it resonates with me and this audience. So, um so thanks for re- reminding us of that and uh, how important it is. Um, I- I'm wondering too. I- I'm not an expert in eyes for, for at, at any level, but I'm wondering the and maybe my audience is wondering too. Is like so, so is is the dry eyes kind of a precursor to some other um, issues in our eyes? Yeah, that's a great question, and I wouldn't say it's just a precursor for issues in the eye. I, this is kind of, dry eye is studied as a standalone disease, and I don't really take the mindset of dry eye being a disease. I consider dry eye being a symptom of an overall disease of your body, and I believe that our bodies are in this low-grade state of inflammation when you're eating processed foods and you're not exercising and just the typical American diet and the sedentary lifestyle, and this low-grade inflammation doesn't really show up until later in life when it comes as a stroke or a heart attack or high blood pressure and diabetes. And I believe dry eye fits into that same category. Our body is in this low-grade inflammation state, and then eventually what happens is 
our home hormones are imbalanced because of what we're eating and then dry eye is really just a symptom of this imbalance that we're having and if we take care of the body as a whole then dry eye will take care of itself but as far as is it a precursor to any eye disease like glaucoma or cataracts no it's it's completely independent from most eye diseases like that oh, very good excellent um there must be a few case studies that that you've can share with us that that kind of um, uh, shows what you're doing is beneficial. Is, is there any case studies? Yeah, so I had a great patient the other day. The other day, it was about three months ago, but um, she actually went to the ER. She was a little overweight. She went to the ER for a diabetic crisis. And we literally just sat down and chatted one day that because she came in her with diabetes, what happens is your vision can fluctuate quite a bit. And so we were managing this with contacts because you don't want to make new glasses. And then two weeks later, her vision changes again because her sugar changes. Then we have to make new glasses again. And so we were managing it with contacts and I was seeing her every two weeks. And as every time she came, we talk about diet and how she should start developing this plant-based, avoiding gluten, avoiding dairy, avoiding sugar. And this patient of ours that had diabetic crisis where she went to the ER, had a blood sugar of around 800, she lost close to 80 pounds in six months and pretty much symptoms of everything went away. So she didn't even have to take diabetic medication anymore because she took it so seriously and she had dry eye as well. But again, just kind of a symptom of a, a overall disease state of your body. And she pretty much adapted this type of diet and started exercising because we push starting out with just five minutes of exercise a day and working your way up. And she lost 80 pounds in six months and she is a new person. She said she's never felt this good in her life. She said that she ate a donut the other day and it pretty much made her sick. And mm -hmm. that's what happens when you start this type of diet is you start eating so healthy that all those processed foods just aren't appealing anymore and your body just doesn't like them and you get headaches. My wife and I went out for ice cream just for fun the other day, and we both had a nasty headache the rest of the night, and that's why we don't eat ice cream. <laughs> yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you. It's kind of funny. You, you say those things about how you guys react to uh, certain foods uh, that we kind of just um, not take for granted, but, but you know, a lot of people are just go out and, and uh, consume, not knowing the consequences and so forth, and, and um, that there is definitely an impact um, how, how I feel certain times when I eat certain foods and, and so that's, it's, um, it's interesting that, well, I guess I would have assumed other people felt the same way too, but it's good to hear that, that, um, Eric? you've experienced it. Um, now I, it seems to me that, um, uh, this, this, um, whole, uh, relationship with food and, and eyes, uh, dry eyes or any eye issues is really related. Um, what other issues besides dry eyes do we have to be concerned with um, knowing what you know about um, your, your diet connection? Yeah, so macular degeneration is a big one. And macular degeneration is where the macula or the center part of your eye, that's how you see 2020, hmm. that can degenerate as we get older. And diet plays a key role in that. So spinach and, and kale contain what are called phytonutrients, and those phytonutrients are kale, spinach, or excuse me, they're called lutein, zeaxanthin, and astaxanthin, and those are like those are antioxidants that scrub that macula area, 
and clean it up from free radicals because mm-hmm. free radicals will cause macular degeneration if allowed to run free there for a while. So eating that the spinach and kale-based diet, which is what we base our green smoothies around, mm. are really going to help with macular degeneration. And so whenever we see a patient with that, we kind of go over this diet as well. Um, most of the time when I see glaucoma, glaucoma is where you start to lose your peripheral vision and it slowly closes in like tunnel vision until you lose all sight to begin with or lose all sight to get altogether. Mm. With glaucoma, I see that mostly in my sick patients. So I rarely see glaucoma in a healthy individual. It's most of my diabetics that are out of control and they're just not healthy individuals. And so, again, that whole body being in a diseased state. And what we also see is diabetic retinopathy, which is bleeding in the back of the eye from diabetes being out of control. Mm. You've probably heard of people going blind from diabetes, and that's the reason is because their eye will start to actually physically bleed, and that will cause, and when blood is outside of the blood vessels, it's toxic, Mm. and that will cause you to go blind. Is, is there so, yeah, some tests, by the way? Diet's that, huge. Yeah, not to cut you off, doctor. Uh, is there a way to, um, there's some tests to to, to, to see this uh, and, and to prevent it? Yeah, so pretty much getting your, your annual eye exam. A lot of people don't realize why we dilate your pupils. And that's the reason is because we're looking to make sure that you're not having any signs or symptoms of this before it's too late. But there are some advanced testing that you can have done with an optometrist. Um, one's called an OCT. An OCT scan is just a, it's a light that shoots into the back of your eye and it measures the nerve and the macula and all the blood vessels and it checks for swelling or if that, those tissues are dying, as the case with macular degeneration and glaucoma. Um, there's also a pigment density scanner with the macula and it will measure how much pigment you have in that macula area and that pigment will tell you how much or how at risk you are for macular degeneration because the more pigment we have the healthier we are the less pigment we have the more likely we are to suffer from things like macular degeneration so there are tests that that can be done Um, they're kind of a little harder to find out every optometrist or ophthalmologist is going to have them but just getting your your annual eye exam is the best thing you can do so going in every year just to get things checked out that's the biggest thing are there people who are more high risk, like diabetics, or just by age? Yeah, so age is one of the biggest risk factors for all of these diseases, and then diabetics just unhealthy. Diabetics are just unhealthy individuals altogether, so they're at a higher risk for this. Smoking increases your risk for macular for macular degeneration four times that of a non-smoker. Um, but most things like glaucoma, we don't know much about. We treat glaucoma by lowering the pressure, but you can get glaucoma without having high pressure. So we don't know much about glaucoma. That's kind of a big area of study right now. And so the eye in general is a big area of study just because we don't know much about it. But it's connected to your whole body. So if you keep your body healthy, you're going to keep your eyes healthy as well. Excellent. Very good. Um, Kind of getting close to the end of the uh, podcast here, Dr. Travis. A lot of great information. can you kind of summarize for us a little bit about your dry eye um, topic and um, summarize what we talked about today so that um, you can, I guess, give my audience some call to action, if you will? Yeah, so the, the eyes are the, the windows to your, your whole body. And you always hear the eyes are the windows to the soul, but 
they're actually the only place in the body that we can see live blood vessels and a live nerve. And so the importance of a yearly eye exam is huge because we can see blood vessels in action and a nerve in action, and we can tell if something's wrong with your body before you could ever detect it otherwise. And so getting that yearly eye exam is going to really help. And if you want to keep your eyes healthy, you just need to keep your whole body healthy. And that's with that, that plant-based, leafy green-based, vegetable-based diet, avoiding the things that cause inflammation like gluten, dairy, meat, sugar, processed foods, GMOs, and then eating healthier fats such as avocados, hemp seeds, chia seeds. Those are all going to make your body healthy, but they're also going to make your eyes healthy as well. And then making sure that you're getting hydrated and supplementing with a nice, a good daily supplement and then getting the sleep that you need. I think that's kind of a, a great summary of how to keep your eyes healthy by keeping your body healthy as well. Yeah. And for, I also, of, um, I was going to say, I also pretty much summarized all that in my book, Rethinking Dry Eye Treatment. It's on Amazon. It's actually very, very inexpensive. I have it like 99 cents on Kindle and like $5 on paperback just because I want people to read it. Right. And this, this approach is a very cookie cutter approach. And if you're kind of more at an advanced stage of health, this isn't for you. This would be more like someone that is just starting out on their health journey because there's a lot of tests that you can get done, like food sensitivity tests and everything that you can really get customized on what you're allergic to with food. And that can make a big difference as well. But a lot of my patients, I, I was just trying to get them started with something, and that's where this this book came from, and that's where our natural treatment for dry eye started. Yeah. Um, can you uh, overview the tests again, real quick here, so that people can can write it down? What What are the tests to actually? Um, yeah. To take. So the tests for the back of the eye, one's called an OCT. And you can just ask the doctor when you call to make an appointment if they have an OCT scan and if you can have it done. Um, the other one's called a pigment density scanner for the macula. That's for macular degeneration. There's a lot of tests for dry eye as well, but they're very new. One's called mibomography, which is a hard word to say, number one, but it's where they scan the oil glands of your eyelid to see how well those are functioning. They can also test the saltiness of your, your tears and see how, because the saltier your tears are, the more likely you are to have inflammation in dry eye. And so if you go to a dry eye specific clinic, then they're most likely going to have all the tests you need for dry eye. Um, and then the other tests are, you have to just ask for them. So OCT, pigment, density scanner, and then a mibomographer. Excellent. Excellent. Excellent info. Um, I want to make sure that we get to your charities and, and talk about that real quick so that if anybody wants to know more about that uh, or help out, um, yeah. they can. So go ahead and share with us that info. Yeah, that's great. Thanks for letting me share that. Um, my wife and I, we have a company called I Love, and the website, like you said earlier, is ilovethesun.com. That's E-Y-E, lovethesun.com. And that's where we have all our dry eye information, our dry eye products that we, we've come out with, our sunglasses. And if you go to dryeyecommunity.com, you'll actually get my wife's book for free. And then you'll also get a video series about dry eye from me. And that's dry eye community. Just put in your email and that should come to you free. And then what we do with iLove is we actually take the profits from iLove 
And then we donate the profits to our foundation called the I Love Cares Foundation. And with the I Love Cares Foundation, and you can learn more about that at ilovecares.org. That's E-Y-E again. And with the foundation, what we do with that is we do screenings for kids to, to help get kids in school glasses because kids don't really know if they can't see because they don't know any better. And so getting your kids an eye exam starting at age nine months is key, and so we're trying to get more awareness out for that. We also, with the charity, we do our mission work down in Jamaica every October. We go down there for two weeks, give eye exams, and we're trying to create a more sustainability model, or excuse me, a more sustainable model down there. And so that's at the very infant stages. But we go down there and we see about 3,000 to 5,000 patients in one to two weeks, and so that's always fun because it can really impact a community and it can impact the economy in that, in that town that we go to because you're getting people glasses so they can see to work again. And then we are trying to repeat that here. We do a little volunteering here in our, where we live in Columbia, South Carolina at a free clinic downtown. And so that's what we use the charity money for. We also provide scholarships for people that align with our optometry students that align with our mission. So that's something that we're going to start moving forward, but Kind of what we're doing with the charity this next year is we're going to be traveling the country and going to different schools and doing screenings on schools that that need help. And so that's what we're looking forward to next. And we're just focusing on building our dry eye a little bit more. So, yeah, dryeyecommunity.com is the best place to put in your email and follow us. And then if you go to Facebook, you can actually type in dry eye. And we have a community called the Dry Eye Syndrome Support Community. But all you have to do is type in dry eye in Facebook and we'll be the first to pop up there. Very good. Excellent. I think you covered all of the uh, contact and, and um, ways to get a hold of you uh, very well. Is there anything that you wanted to share? we got a few minutes left. Um, something you may have forgotten. Um, you can go ahead and share that with our audience. Yeah, I mean, just... Um if you do have dry eye, definitely find us on Facebook at the Dry Eye Syndrome Support Community because we have about 3,000 individuals in that community already, and it's a blast because my wife and I, we do a Facebook Live every Sunday at 5 p.m. where you can come with your questions, and we answer them live right there on Facebook, and it's a lot of fun. We've been doing that for about two months now, and we have a lot of videos on there, just us talking, and it's it's a lot of fun. You'll You'll meet a lot of like-minded people, but Essentially, like I've said before, take care of your body because it's the only one we have. And if you're in pain, and I always tell people that a disease is your body's way of telling you you're doing something wrong. So really figure out what's going on in your body and listen to it and then figure it out and you'll live a life that you love and you'll be healthier than ever. Super job. Thank you so much, Dr. Travis. We'll make sure we get some of those uh, details of uh, the tests and the contact links for Dr. Travis in the show notes. So great information. Thank you so much, Dr. Travis, for your time. And I, I think my audience will appreciate that. Yeah, I thanks, will, Eric, for having me on. No problem. I will let you go, and we'll talk to you again soon. All right. Thanks, Eric. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining us today on Healthy Living with Eric Sue. Head over to ericwsue.com for full recaps of every show in Eric's health and wellness blog. Your healthy living life is waiting for you. So stay active and be safe.